what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life, and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. Today, we are going to talk about using what is in you and making it your priority, making it your objective, making it your pursuit this year to use what is in you. And in fact, blow your own mind by what is in you. Blow your family's mind by what is in you. They had no idea that that was in you or that you were capable of that. Today, we're talking about it. Okay, another way to say this too is to use the gifts and talents that God has given you. So I'm going to talk briefly about nine ways you can practically do that. Now, there's not just nine ways. There isn't just a nine-step formula, if you will, to do this. But I am going to cover that to get your juices flowing here a bit and also bring in some reminders and some scriptures that you can stand on to really see this through this year. Okay, so let's get into this. What we talk about a lot here on Spirit Filled Real Talk is all about your spiritual growth, because I used to be a huge advocate just of personal development and self-help. And while that is amazing, while that is great, we're not designed to focus on self like that. We're actually designed to do the transformational work with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not actually something that we can do on our own. We can't evolve on our own. We are limited by ourselves, and we are supernatural and can really dive into the impossible when we are partnered with God, okay? So what's key to note here at the top of this is that everyone has a gifting, some talent or skill that God has blessed them with. Everyone. Okay, and in fact, if we started looking at people as gifts from God and as people that carry gifts of God, we might see the treasure in them way more easily. It's usually not the first thing we see. Okay, so what is yours and how are you fulfilling the command in 1 Peter 4.10, using it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace? What is or what are your gifts and talents and how are you using them to serve one another of good as good stewards of God's varied grace? So an example of this, I had a huge personal shift when I started to recognize that God gave me a gift for writing. This was something that I was told very early in my development. This is something that I always thought I was bad at because there would always be so much red on my paper, but I didn't know that I was actually very good at writing and I would just pour myself into it. And I had a lot of 
wisdom and perspective and thoughts. And I was able to simplify complex ideas, which is what great communicators do. And I didn't recognize that I had a, a gift and a talent to do that. It just felt like work to me. <laughs> so I couldn't really tell that it was something that came naturally. But the shift that happened for me was when I recognized that God gives you gifts to serve other people. So then what happened is you make it less about you and more about how you can serve people. And then it truly becomes a joy and something that is very creative and fulfilling when you see it from that lens. When you see it just from, you know, oh, I'm so gifted, I'm so talented, right? You have a very limited perspective. When you see it as a a tool, as a, a talent, as a vehicle of dispensing God's very grace to the world, then you actually see it through the lens of responsibility and you start growing it, you start cultivating it, you start developing it so that you can truly give your gifts to the world and serve them. Okay, so that was a huge shift for me. But sometimes it can be hard to know where to start. And with that, you just start because there's a time and a season for everything under the sun, right? And while you might have many gifts, you might not use every single gift in every season. So there might be some seasons where God is calling you to do certain things. So I would say, too, to really lean into God to receive wisdom about the season that you're in so that you know what really to be working on, okay? Because God is a God of order and focus, right? So here are some of the steps to help hone how to be using your gifts. Number one, find your gift, whether it is a God-given talent or a spiritual gift. So the best way to begin using your gifts to glorify God is to identify which talents you enjoy using and which ones you would like to invest time into. So consider the things that come easy for you, whether that's a sport, an art form, a subject in school that was easy, a social skill. Some good questions to help you are, what do you like to do in your free time? And what spiritual gifts do you possess? And you can do even a study just on spiritual gifts, but you can really look at that. So for example, for my own self, I am always encouraging and coaching and holding people accountable (laughs) and bringing clarity and bringing strategies. That's a gift and a talent of coaching. I've had this. It really came through particularly in athletics. I was the captain on a lot of different sports teams. I was often in leadership positions. I would just find myself there. So I had this talent and ability to coach and to encourage and to build up and to to lead and to inspire and to bring that energy and enthusiasm, which enthusiasm actually means in spirit. (laughs) So to bring the presence of God right? That's so, so powerful. And Juliana Page also means joyful or youthful messenger or servant, right? So (laughs) you can say I lived up to my name as well. And I constantly challenge myself to do that. So I was always encouraging and coaching and looking for encouragement and coaching as well. It's just a wiring in me, right? So I combined that with spiritual gifts of faith, 
right? And then that's how I truly serve clients on a day-to-day basis. Coaching with faith is supernatural, I must tell you. (laughs) And then if I add in prayer or if I add in the prophetic or if I add in, you know, the gift of administration and bringing order to things, that makes it a whole experience when I'm working with clients and when I'm consulting. So I'm combining those gifts. Now, I also had to really, or I was super interested in learning about communication, whether that was journalism, whether that was film production and storytelling. I was hungry for information about how to communicate better. I felt like I was actually very weak in that area. However, I was so determined to grow and develop skills in that area because I knew it would be essential to what I'm on this earth to do, okay? So for what it's worth, that's a little bit about how I started weaving in and out of what might my gifts be, okay? So you may be able to identify a variety of skills that come naturally to you, or there may be one that you're looking to hone in on. Either way, Keep one of these talents in mind as you move through these next steps that I'm going to walk you through. Uh, Okay, let's do this. Okay, number two, thank God for your gift. This is a wild concept. (laughs) Gratitude and thanksgiving are just keys that unlock God's goodness, okay? But before you take action when it comes to your gift, take time to thank God for giving you that ability. You know, a lot of times we can take things that are given to us for granted. So take time to thank God for giving you that ability. God picked out specific skills for you to share with the world in order to point back to him as our creator, okay? So you can say, God, thank you for creating me with these gifts. I see your craftsmanship in my strengths and I desire to use them more each day to love, serve, and honor you in all I think, say, and do in Jesus' name, right? So when you start to do that, you you sort of get yourself and the overthinking out of the way and you make yourself available for however God wants to use what he's placed inside of you and you can get into the flow of that versus the resistance that we often bring to the table, okay? So one, find your gift, whether it's a God-given gift or a spiritual gift, and you often can mix the two. And two, thank God for your gift. Three, pray and ask God how you can glorify him with your talents and the gifts that he's given you. Okay? When in doubt, pray. (laughs) Right? So you can continue to add on one giant prayer if you want to. God, please give me the guidance in the best way to glorify you with this gift. I pray that through my strengths, others will be able to see you and know that I'm yours. Please open my eyes to opportunities to use my gift to spread the gospel, your good news. Thank you again for giving me these abilities. Right now, prayer is best when it is free-flowing from you, inspired by the Spirit. Don't overthink prayer. Prayer is just a conversation with God. You talking to God and you receiving and listening from God. It's a conversation, so you don't have to overcomplicate it. Number four practice your passion. So this step may sound a bit straightforward, but work on mastering your gift, all right? And I am a huge teacher of self-mastery. I believe that we need, first of all, the fruit of the Spirit for sure. 
One of them being self-discipline and self-control in order to steward well whatever we've been given. And a lot of times we can't just because we're not mastering our mind. We're not thinking with the mind of Christ. We're not mastering our emotions and, and living as a stable person in an unstable world. We're not mastering what's going on in our heart. And we're just exposing our heart to all sorts of things that aren't supposed to be stored up in there. Right. And so that makes it very challenging to boldly and courageously keep taking steps of faith and keep taking risks and keep stepping out with what God has given you when all that other stuff is holding you back. So it is super important to practice self-mastery and work on mastering your gift. Okay. So in order to stay equipped in using your talents to glorify God, keep exercising the muscles that you use for this gift. Okay, so a simple explanation when I'm working with different clients, they might ask me, well, I just don't know where to start. I don't know how I don't know, you know, and they'll say I don't know. And that is always a cop out. It is always excuse. And so what I always say back is what if you did know? (laughs) What if you did know? What is just your next step, right? Do not overcomplicate it and stop lying to yourself. Okay, so the first thing would be if you're a writer, what do you do to practice your gift? You write every day in some kind of way you write. Set it up in your schedule that you do that. Set up a blog for no other reason than that you're going to practice writing, right? If you are a communicator, maybe you are scheduling speaking engagements every month, right? But every day in some way you're speaking, whether that's on YouTube, whether you have a podcast, whether you're a trainer at your job, whatever it is, every day, even when you're just communicating with other people, you're thinking about what you're saying and the words that are coming out of your mouth because your words create worlds or you're very intentional about what comes out of your mouth, even if you're joking, right? Your words are powerful. They create Right? So when you know that when your thoughts and your words create things, you become very intentional about what you say and what you don't say. Right? But you practice. That's the key. If you want to master a gift, you practice. You put in hours practicing your gift because it's important to you that you serve. And you can only serve well when you've practiced and trained. All right? And a lot of this is what goes on behind the scenes. You don't do it for approval. You don't do it for feedback, <laughs> right? And, and to, to win the favor of man, you're not doing it other than that you're trying to glorify God, right? You want to get better because you do it. Everything is unto the Lord, okay? In order to stay equipped in using your gifts and talents to glorify God, you keep exercising the muscles, every day. So a great way to keep up with this is to create a practice schedule, right? Have some way on your calendar where you're going to be practicing your gifts every day. And if it's uncomfortable for you, put more of it on your calendar, (laughs) right? Choose a date and a time once a week when you're going to spend time dedicated to refining and strengthening this gift or this talent that you've you've chosen to focus on. Okay, so practice it. Number five, study scripture that gives guidance regarding the gifts and how to glorify God using them. And I'll jump to that in a second here. But 
here's just a couple to get you started. Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Isaiah 64, 8. But now, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay. You are our potter. We are the work of your hand. Are you letting God work on you? Here are verses that remind us to thank God for our talents, okay? Psalm 139, 14. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Again, if you know that someone is God's creation, even that one that is irking you, (laughs) when you know that that person is God's creation, you can choose to see them differently and pray for them. Revelation 4.11, worthy are you, O God, to receive glory, honor, and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created, right? So honor God by taking time to read his word and reflect on the passages regarding the topic of gifts and talents. It can help you really discover the best way to give glory to God through your strengths, and remember that it's him. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every ability that you have comes from God. Okay. And it glorifies God to express your uniqueness in the world. Okay. Number six, share your gift with your family. So, you know, particularly if you're a parent, I even recommend talking to your children early about their gifts. Talk about them. Share ideas for how how they can use their gifts to glorify God. Ask if you can brainstorm with them and come up with opportunities to do that. But you can also, you know, ask your siblings about their gifts and you can initiate conversations with your family members about the gifts and how they're using their gifts and how you can share wisdom and experience about how you're doing it so that everybody can be intentional about using passions for God's glory. So a lot of times we we think about just leaving our family out. <laughs> That's, you know, we're, we're here to, to just go in and reach the world, right? But you often start with what you're surrounded with, okay? Number seven, share your gift with your friends. So just like you would share your gift with your family, you want to share your gifts and talents with your friends. And as you do that too, you become more aware of the different gifts that you're surrounded by in your friends. And together you can look for opportunities to share gifts with others and hold each other accountable to do that. You can encourage your friends to recognize God's hand in their abilities and pray for them to have guidance in those areas as well. So it's something that we often aren't trained to even ask for, but it's a beautiful gift that you can bring to your friendships as well to not only just share your gift with them, but also to encourage them to be sharing their gifts as well. Number eight, volunteer your strengths, whether that is at different community organizations that that come to mind, a local church, but look for for ways that you can volunteer your strengths in your community. So this is, of course, once you start to feel confident in your ability to use your gift publicly, you can talk to whether these are leaders of organizations, whether these are pastors or, or people that you have relationship with, right? 
about opportunities to use your gifts. And some opportunities might be, you know, if it's a church singing or playing an instrument on your worship team, it could be creating art for your your church's program or, or flyers. It could be coaching or playing for your uh, church's sports ministry team, assisting in ministry classes. But one way to glorify God is by being a blessing to other people, okay? One thing that God loves are his people. God loves his people. So be thinking of ways to use your gift to bless your family, your friends, your church, your community, but be thinking of ways to actively be serving beyond yourself. And then number nine, connect with people who share your passion and those who don't. Okay, it's important to get a mix of feedback. So whether, you know, it's at church, it's at school, it's at your job, finding others who are made with the same talents as you is a great way to grow in those areas by pushing each other to practice more and encouraging each other to display your gifts, right? A great way to do that is to to join clubs or teams or connect with peers who share that interest in different meetup groups, right? Additionally, it can be a great idea to team up with others who have different talents than you to expand your opportunities to glorify God together. So it's important to start getting invested in groups and connecting with people because it gives you feedback, okay? And it also helps iron sharpen iron as well. So hopefully these nine steps will help you get started at least in identifying your giftings and bringing glory to God. This is something that you don't have to wait to do. Ephesians 2.10 says we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So this is not something that you need permission to do. This is something that God has given you ability to do and wants you to do. Okay, so just a couple more verses here to help you answer questions like, am I good enough to be used for God's glory? Do I even have a talent? My talent is so common. Surely God's not going to use me, right? How can my gift be used? Am I ordinary? Can God use me for real? So God has a plan for you and has equipped you with everything you need, okay? And gifts and talents aren't always something that's put on the stage for all to see. And in the world that we live in, Many people do want a stage. Many people do want a platform. But gifts and talents are not always something that's put on a stage for all to see. So some of us are in the spotlight and admired by thousands. Others work quietly behind the scenes, touching hearts in ways that other people may never know. Okay? And it's important that you just know what your gifts and talents are. And scripture is filled with Bible verses about using your gifts and talents. But Always remember that the focus needs to be on God, not on the talent itself. Because when we focus on our relationship with God, everything else falls into place. And Jesus is the reminder of this, okay? He actually says in John 15, 5, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing, okay? So we all serve God in different ways. Some are much more noticeable than others, but no matter how big or small, God wants us to use our gifts for his glory, okay? So there are different kinds of gifts, 
but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Beautiful, right? That's 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6. So important to keep that in mind, okay? You might feel, how can God possibly use me? But he has dispensed his grace, right? And you just look at your path, your life experiences, what you're passionate about, and you start working what is actually in your hand and what he's entrusted you with, okay? It's allowing God to work in you in ways that you haven't imagined, okay? So, so powerful. All right, now... Let me see here. Just want to wrap this up with a couple of reminders. So when you come into a relationship with God, you actually step into a kingdom. All right. And this kingdom is is really God's way of helping us develop a new mindset. For example, we start stepping into inheritance. We, we, we become not only sons and daughters of God, we become citizens of heaven, right? And, and we are here to serve on earth, right? And administer God's different graces on the earth. So when we step into a new kingdom, we need a new mindset because we're not fully aware, we can't fully apprehend initially all of the ability and all the gifting and all the inheritance that God has actually given us. We have to understand God's mind, right? So this new mindset, thinking like God is key here. So an example would be we step into prosperity instead of poverty. We step into creativity instead of brokenness. We step into ingenuity instead of fear, right? But it really requires a new mindset to be practicing that every day to really apprehend the fullness of that, okay? So God gives us access to his perspective so we don't keep missing the mark, so to speak. His wisdom, his word is our access to victory if we actually utilize it and apply it diligently and consistently in our life, okay? So similar to mastering your gift, it's very important to be mastering God's wisdom. God will give you wisdom to use your gift in the world, okay? So the kingdom of God is God's mind. It's his might. It's his ministry. It's his mission and it's his mandate. So how God thinks, how God moves, how God sees, and how God releases everything that has existed inside of him. That is the kingdom, okay? So when we become born again, we can let and activate even God's new mind. We can allow God's mind to take over. And then when God's mind takes over in us, we're transformed by the renewing of our mind to God's mind. So as we read the word, we start forming new, we get new revelation, we get new perspective, we get wisdom, we get understanding, the eyes, our eyes are enlightened, right? We awaken to so much that we were asleep to, right? So this new mind comes and when this starts happening, then we get a new mission, 
right? That maybe the mission that we were living before no longer fits, right? So we get this new mission to be disciples and to be bringers and carriers and stewards of God's word and to start using our gifts in the world. Then we get a new ministry to use our gifts and talents and the good news to redeem the earth, right? Then we get this mandate to to really help other people know God as Father, right, as well. And then you get new momentum, right? And then God can put his might on that. So it is so profound what can start happening when you just start leaning in to God, to his word, to his wisdom, to his knowledge, to his power, to his understanding, and really actively, intentionally hunger for that in your life and apply it to your life every day. The kingdom is what Jesus came to bring, and we really can establish the victory Jesus already won at Calvary in these different areas of our life, okay? And to do that, we need to expand in what God has given us to use our gifts, to use our talents. We expand, right? So what I want to encourage you to do with this message is place expansion as a filter. Is this going to help me grow? Is this going to help me evolve? Is this going to help me steward what God has given me? right? Maybe there's a new skill that you need to invest in learning and developing. Maybe there's a program that you need to invest in and and more skills that, that you haven't practiced. Maybe you need some accountability in your life and you need to invest in making that a priority. If you are here to establish dominion and victory, how are you doing that in your own life, right? You really have to use what God has given you to do that, healthy things grow and expand, okay? So may this year be a year where you intentionally walk out what God has put in you. You start working that out, right? What are What is your uniqueness? What is special about you, right? Combined with the experiences that you've had and the purpose that is on your life and the unique call and mandate that is on your life, you can intentionally steward That by developing what you have, by practicing what you have, by sharing and giving what you have within the means of what you have access to. And you can go beyond that as well as you start unlocking God's wisdom. He will lead you to people and places. He will help you to unlock what he's put in you as well. He has the keys to destiny. If you start reading even just the book of Proverbs, you'll see that there is a design, a divine design for your life and something that God has uniquely planned and created for you to do. He purposed it for you. He already worked that out. So it's so, so important to be partnering with God and start using the gifts and using what's in your hands in the ways that you can. And as you take steps, right, you just take a single step. Take a step, take another step. As you keep taking these steps to develop what God has put on the inside of you, you'll be given more and more opportunities to serve other people. So I just bless you with this message today. I hope it started a brainstorm for you and it started stirring something up in your spirit. If you want to do a deeper dive into this, joining the God's Vibes Mastermind or working with a coach one-on-one are great ways to do that. You can visit julianapage.com to learn more about different offerings that are over there and different books that you can read to grow and develop on your spiritual journey. All right, guys, until next time.